0: So yeah, I can be a pilot at the Air Force Academy. I can be anything.
1: Army and Navy play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue
0: line. You have some grit. You have some perseverance. I tell you what, you can do it now. All areas like just is where you got to compete.
1: Welcome. The thin air. What's going on, everybody? It is the fastest, neatest, and trust me, the most below average podcast on the internet. My name is Kamish. It's been a million years since we've done one of these. Um and we have RG on the line as well.
0: At the very least, we're below oh, yeah. average or below average on consistently putting out podcasts. I think the podcast content, we can all agree, is well above average, but our consistency is just not there.
1: It's not there. Um, I think what we talked about before was that we kind of hit a wall on stuff that we wanted to say because we would realize that when we would do segments, it would kind of be like, oh, we've already talked about um, the best restaurants in Colorado Springs and the best things to get at haps actually i don't even know if we talked about really just the finer points of haps too much but regardless um i think we wanted to put out a podcast just because the world has really changed since our last one um and it's it's a pretty serious situation but it's also really weird because it's it's like kind of a slow burn to where it's affecting everybody in some kind of way but not necessarily everybody directly um but now that it's really starting to take its toll and you see the drastic measures that have been put in place across the country and at the air force academy, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, uh, do you have any initial thoughts on it?
0: No, it's just one of those things that we need to kind of let play out and obviously just take the part that we can take part in. And then that's really all we can do from here. It's kind of hard to get into the details, obviously, believe it or not, we're not, uh, trained in the medical field and nor are we trained in global economic issues either so as always i mean well, we
1: well <laughs> i took e i took econ 201 so
0: yeah i, I did too and I, i'm pretty sure i passed with at least a c um yeah so maybe we could argue otherwise but yeah i don't know it's just everyone everyone has different different takes on it i don't want to get too into the weeds on it it is just kind of no. a weird time for everybody though like you said
1: Yeah, and I mean, and we've, I think we've heard just kind of bits and pieces about what's going on at the Academy. Um, As far as I know, I mean, I will go out on a limb and say as far as we know, um, the lower three were sent home, and the firsties were sent, were told to stay there. Uh, Everybody's taking online classes. As far as I know, it's in uniform, which is bizarre. For real? Um, And... Uh, Well, yeah, because there's been – I don't know if that's – and that's the problem with FMBA is that half the stuff that we get is people joking with us. And so sometimes I'll kind of report things that are real. Like, for example, one thing that was an absolute disaster was when we had the the U.S. Olympic team marathon trials in Atlanta at the end of February. And I had found out that there was a few runners uh, who graduated from the Air Force Academy and a few people who were on active duty who were running – with the world-class athlete program and I had put out like three names and then the DMS just started getting flooded in. They were like, you forgot this person and you forgot this person. So I just took everybody's word for it and started putting the names up. And then we had to backtrack later because somebody was like, by the way, those last six people that you just named, um, not only did they not run, they're not real people. And I was like, Oh, okay. So that was really fun. But anyway, my point is, is that we've kind of heard, you know, um, all different kinds of things. And it's, it's weird because we've talked about this, how it's been a slow decline to where we are now getting more and more removed every year that goes by from the Academy. And as much as our experience, I mean, our experience is so much different now from what people are going through currently. So we're by no means an authority, um, on exactly what the situation is there or what the cadets are going through. Um, but it's, Crazy, because here was kind of the, the overall thought that I had. Everything that you do while you're a cadet at the academy is controlled. And it's a struggle, and it's made to put you into all these really difficult situations that you have to get through, but they're manufactured. Whether it's academic, athletic, or um, military, the, like these scenarios, they're, they're controlled by a permanent party. And so what you have now is this is a real-world scenario. And it must be a really confusing time for cadets who are trying to just go on about their lives and still have things on the horizon, like commissioning. And when this is all said and done, you're still going to have, you know, the lower three who are going to have to go back and try to make things normal again, as normal as it can be. And, um, And so it's weird, because I know that as a cadet, a lot of times you can start to go through the motions and you can get really cynical, but like... And it's hard for me to even say this because just thinking back to how I was, if somebody told me, oh, don't be cynical, I'd be like, yeah, okay, whatever, dude. But now is really the time that you can't. And like, everything that you're doing, I mean, whether the rules are actually helpful or not for stopping the spread of coronavirus, um, you know, it's a real-world thing. And so I think you have to kind of treat it like that. And, I mean, I'm not... I don't I want to be hesitant about like I said acting like I'm an authority or that I remember exactly what it was like being a cadet now but um I think that's that's just the crazy thing so even if you're alone in your room and you're social distancing and all that I mean it's important and it's going to be a part of what makes you into the officer that you're going to be when you graduate and a grad as you go throughout your life so I don't know that's my like uh sappy a hall speech i yeah. guess if you will
0: i think kind of the interesting thing that you talked about there is how this is a real real world situation where actions are being taken and so many times as a cadet when you can't leave on the weekend whether it be you're restricted or um you're personally restricted for whatever reason or the entire wing is restricted it's like you feel like you're missing out right because your buddies in the squadron might be leaving or maybe you know friends up the road at boulder or denver might be out having fun and that kind of stuff but what's even interesting for us being graduates is nobody's doing anything and it's everybody's not doing anything so in this weird way it's everybody is kind of in it together and everybody can kind of sympathize with what's going on and i think With that, you see a lot of great things kind of coming about where a lot of people are doing what they can and and putting things out there on kind of how to make the most of your time, you know, while you can't leave. And this is people are dealing with, you know, not being able to leave their house and stuff, living in a normal city. It's just amplified when you're at the academy, right? Because now you're confined to your room. I'm pretty sure they moved everybody from two to a room to one to a room. So I don't really know yeah. what the situation is like is there. I don't know how much social interaction they can really have with each other. Um, but, yeah, it's just one of those times where it's important to talk. Um, with even the, the beauty of things nowadays is we have phones and we have computers and stuff. So talk to anyone and everyone that will listen if you just need are one of those people that need to be constantly kind of uh, talking to others, keep your mind right and keep uh, moving forward.
1: Yeah, and it, it's, it's funny because it's like if there's one thing that I know about cadets is that they will get extremely creative. And so there's probably stuff that I can't even think of. I'd like to, you know, what I'd like to see is an old school, uh, like, cup. Yeah, can and rope and string. Phone. Yeah, <laughs> but, just going from room to room. But you can I imagine, like, pretty amazing. the middle
0: of the quad is where they all meet. And there's just strings going to, like, 80 different rooms throughout the entire uh quad It'd be awesome
1: yeah i think uh another thing that i saw on twitter and it was it was again i i don't even want to like give my necessary thoughts on this because i think there's a little bit of a political kind of message in th- what this tweet was but it was basically like um the rivers are starting to clear up and emissions are down the earth is healing like we're the virus or i, I don't know it was some like like freshman philosophy major who posted it or whatever but uh what cracked me up about that is i was like thinking about the academy what if now that everybody has to be confined the tzo foxes just start coming back <laughs> shout out to everybody who remembers the tzo foxes and then they just become like a roaming like gang and you just see tzo foxes marching around <laughs> and doing tours and stuff that'd be pretty stellar yeah the but entire tour i think, is just what,
0: overgrown like the air gardens are just you know flourishing, but they've kind of taken over the whole thing.
1: Yeah, maybe I the did fountains hear, will start uh, that, Oh, That would be incredible <laughs> if, the, if the fountains just started working on their own. They just started looking like May in the at the end of March. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it does suck that Haps is closed. I mean, we know that. I think that. And this is just kinda like if we ran the Academy thing, I they gotta do some kind of like beer deliveries to the rooms. Yeah. Like don't right. go crazy, but think about it. If you are in the Navy, what's that rule? If you're out to sea for like six months, they the Navy owes you like a twenty four pack of beer. I think it's only two, but we'll say twenty four for the sake of cadets. I think they should implement something like that. Yeah, I
0: mean I'm definitely down with that. I think I think there would there's a lot of uh Grad graduate run breweries out around the Springs area, I'm sure they'd be happy to donate.
1: Yeah. That's just kind of an idea. One, so yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what we're getting at. This is going to be a very uh, coronavirus heavy podcast in terms of the kind of top five things that we're going to talk about and stuff, but that's really the serious part. I think kind of the disclaimer that I want to give is that obviously we don't, I think one of the biggest things about The coronavirus is that we just don't know what it's capable of. And I think that it's really all up in the air based on how people behave. If people are actually practicing the social distancing, if people are actually doing what they're supposed to to stop the spread, it's going to be done quicker. But if they don't, then, you know, that's how it can get worse. And this can go on for months and months and months. So, um, you know, I don't want to be too serious about it because we're just not really in the know. And we're as much as, and I can't, stomach too much news like i started watching that tiger king thing which was terrible it's, tiger king is not good you guys are just bored that's no, all it you're is you're just
0: boring tiger king is I, I would watch season two right now
1: really yeah all in i made it through the first episode and i was like i get it no, like I, don't. I really you get gotta it. Keep i think watching. they i think if they could have shortened it up I know I know and I saw the Carol Baskin and I know she feeds her husband to the allegedly tigers yeah. or whatever but I, I don't know I was thinking this is one of those times where it'd be really cool to be able to unwatch something and then just have the chance to rewatch it like The Office I think is number one for me and then Friday Night Lights is probably up there and maybe Breaking Bad I feel like I'm aging myself because these were trendy things weeds. but now they're not um, Oh man, I never saw Weeds it's a good one yeah, I think you fail a drug test if you watch weeds. <laughs> yeah. automatically. The guys
0: at the seniors don't don't watch weeds. It's too close to graduation. But
1: yeah, exactly. I watch three, Breaking Bad. Either whatever. that's probably the same um, thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is one thing that you brought up before we got on, which I thought was a very sneaky and smart loophole, and I will let I will give you the credit on saying. Um. Exactly what you came up with. I don't remember. About athletics. oh, okay, yeah.
0: So obviously, a lot of it's kind of shifted away from this, especially lately, because there are no sports. People tend to forget, but a lot of fast and below average is based around the the teams, especially football in the fall. But we like we like to co- cover everybody and give shout outs where we think they're they're due. Um. So. A lot of people imagine that the spring sport season has been cut short, and I guess technically it has. I personally keep up with a lot of sports podcasts, keep up with ESPN, all that good stuff. I don't think anybody else has done this, so I think we just call dibs, and we just claim that all our spring sport teams are national championship champions for 2020. And we are absolutely down to debate anybody that wants to come on here and debate with us, but until we hear anybody say otherwise, then you can consider – all our spring sports teams to be national champions this year
1: and the winter teams, a good amount of winter teams. So, um, technically men's basketball and actually both basketball teams, technically their season ended before, um, coronavirus started up, but the NCAA championship and selection Sunday never occurred. So we could have gotten some kind of loophole, uh, (laughs) bid exactly and so I'm going to go ahead and give it to our winter sports as well and like you said I mean it's the it's the key I think that that's one of the smartest things about being a cadet that you have to learn is is pretending that you belong somewhere is really important and so that's exactly what we're going to do and so we're national champions across the board so I want to congratulate all the spring sports um, you know baseball tennis all those guys uh phenomenally and we'll we'll give it to the club sports as well i think rugby is played a little bit in the spring maybe they play sevens or something so they and we are can, more they than happy
0: as well. next year when this virus is passed and you guys are going to roll out the banners at the opening home game for each of those sports we're more than happy to be flown out on your dime each time uh to present that to each team so um not a huge deal if you guys if you guys don't want us there yeah. but we'll just be slightly offended
1: yeah, and, uh, I mean, make sure that Mitch's is, is serving uh, chicken yeah. and mac. And Look,
0: cheese if UCF can claim that they're national champions when a full season went by, I don't see why we can't when it was cut short.
1: And what's crazy is that people debated them and they just kept holding on to it. So we're not even saying that. We're saying that if someone comes in, if, like, an SEC school who's, like, the number one ranking comes in and says, no, actually, we're national champions, or an ACC we'll open up team the conversation. in basketball, that's cool. Well, yeah, and I mean, I'll take I'll take first runner up. Second place is not; it's nothing to like shake your Very head true. at, you know. So, um, I guess it's we should talk now that everything has shifted. Like I said, we don't we don't know what this is like. This is really uncharted territory un unchartered territory for the academy. Um, what are some things that you think would be great to stockpile right now? Because obviously one of the biggest uh, shockers is uh, toilet paper, which has been really brutal. Commissaries everywhere, Lowe's, Amazon, they're all sold out. And so um, I wonder how the Academy stockpiles are doing. Or I wonder if there's any departments um, that are working on making their own toilet paper recipe. You have to think that maybe the philosophy department is thinking outside the box and thinking of other things that they can use for toilet paper so everybody's really doing their part in that regard but what are some things that uh you think are good to stockpile if you Is this
0: just well before we get into it i did hear that the anger mac department has been um using balsa wood and getting it down to a fine enough point where they can use that as toilet paper but um is this is this just things you can get at the c store or is this just overall what would i be what would i be prepping for my doomsday if i was in a dorm
1: I'd say focus on the C store, but okay. yeah, whatever you can get. Um, that's a, see, and this is another thing where I just like, I don't know exactly what's going on there. Is the mailroom open? Can they accept Amazon packages? I would think no,
0: we're just going to, we'll, we'll play God
1: can. here. Or even if, e- even if the mailroom is open, can they go?
0: I don't know. Let's just play yeah. God and we can kind of have whatever we want and within the means of a normal cadet dorm.
1: Okay. Go ahead. Um,
0: my number one is going to be candles. So I know you're a huge candle guy. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of our buddies were huge candle guys, allegedly. I'm sure the rule is still the same that you can't have candles. But I tell you what, it's a small room. It's, there's a lot of like, you know, every day you come back, you probably sweat through your ABUs just because it was 90 degrees in the middle of December for some reason. Or you sweat through your PC gear because you just did the AFT. So, you know, sweat and all that stuff, it gets gross in those rooms. It smells bad. You light a few candles, you mix up maybe vanilla cupcake with evergreen with ocean breeze. You don't even know what the smell is, but that just automatically lightens the mood, in my opinion. And to this day, I'm still a candle guy where I'm lighting candles consistently because you got to work all five senses in there when you can.
1: Yeah, I really like that. I think it's a good thing. It's kind of a taste of home, too, if you grew up in a house with a lot of candles. Um, One thing that I have noticed is that gas is extremely cheap. Um, I would assume that it's a supply and demand thing. Nobody's going anywhere. Um... But, like I said, my... Ex- it's the
0: gas war between Iran and Russia. But <sighs> Well,
1: you know. Um, I digress. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> anyway, so what I would say is that you need to stockpile up gas. And the biggest issue is, like, well, where are you going to keep it? And so what I would say is get, a co- get you and your buddies s- six feet apart, obviously. Get a water buffalo from Jack's Valley. Fill that up. And then anything else, get some old Dean Approved mugs. I think you can use any mug now, but the Dean Approved mugs... Um, probably not too much of a hot commodity, so I'm sure they have a stockpile somewhere um maybe in the physics department. Just get a bunch of those and fill them up and then you know this is going to come to an end eventually and then you can just have free gas or sell it back to the underclassmen. Do
0: you just stock it like in the empty beds, drawers, and the empty closet?
1: Yeah, I'd say so and then what's good is that if you're having a problem lighting your candle, just a little a little nip <laughs> nip of the gasoline that should get it fired right up.
0: Yeah, what could, what can go wrong with lighters and fifty gallons of gasoline in, in a small room? So yeah, I think those are that's a that's a dynamite combination right there.
1: Yeah, literally.
0: Okay, my next one is uh, a slew of different sweatpants. Mm. So this is big sweatpants season right now. Oh yeah. I don't know what the weather's like at the academy, but typically the rooms will trend a little bit colder unless uh, the AC is broken. And there's nothing like a good pair of sweatpants when you get back from what I, w- I was about to say class. But when you wake up and you feel like you need to get changed, you just throw on some sweatpants. If you are going to class, I guarantee if you're wearing an ABU blouse with sweatpants underneath where nobody can see, you're going to be firing in all cylinders and you're probably only going to get half the questions wrong on the quiz that day.
1: I was thinking about that. So OCPs haven't been fully rolled out. Like they, they're obviously you can get them, but it's not what everybody's necessarily wearing. I think we need to take this opportunity to say if progress is made and we have great improvements and things like that, then maybe sweatpants needs to be the go-to uniform combination. It's kind of like a mullet, if you will, like business up top, party down on the bottom. Um, but like, I think it would work. And honestly, really professionalism is just kind of in the eye of the beholder. So I think sweatpants... Um, is a critical combo there and should be considered as a part of the next generation of uniforms.
0: Yeah. And that kind of reminds me, I was talking to somebody earlier this week about all these, obviously civilian public companies or private that are teleworking. And I feel like they're going to come back from this and be like, wait a second, our production went up when everybody was home doing whatever they wanted. So you could see, like you said, you got to keep an open mind on this stuff.
1: Yeah, well, people were saying that the world has changed forever, and I agree with that. And I think that if sweatpants becomes the new office wear, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, my President next Trump one... said
0: no more handshakes. So no, no more handshakes. Sweatpants as uniform, and nobody actually goes to work anymore.
1: Yeah, what if instead of handshakes, now we go to like greeting for the corporate world as well? Like, good afternoon, CEO, and then you say their name and all that. <laughs> And that just becomes the cultural norm. That'd be incredible. It'd be
0: an easy transition for USAPA grads.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. My next one, I was going to do them separately, but I think that I can combine these two. So I'm going to say web belts and sheets. So obviously right now is the time when the lower three are gone, and I'm not condoning stealing. But um, you know that when you get to senior year, Web belts and sheets are as good as gold. It's effectively currency, yep. and if you can have the combination of sheets and web belts, you can make a pretty badass fort in your room, and maybe practice <laughs> that for sear training. So that's my and idea. the reason
0: or the reason you're calling it currency is because that's what they ask you to turn in, right? Yeah. Before well, you
1: leave, and I yeah. hope that they change this, but and we're not that old. Like we're really not that old. But when I went. I didn't have like a pillowcase or something. And so they, I brought in like three different kinds of currency, like multiple credit cards, debit cards, all that stuff. And they were like, no, we can't take any of this. Um, We need you to go get a money order. And I was like, I don't even know what a money order is. And so I had to figure that one out. And that was absolutely brutal. So I hope they've changed that for the sake of the cadets. Because, and keep that in mind that if you don't have everything, you're probably going to have to make a money order which is crazy
0: yeah and then you gotta google what that is You probably have to go into the weird bank on the Terraza that nobody uses yeah that'd be, that'd, that'd be a whole mess yeah um okay my next one is bread and cheese and cheese bread and sliced cheese okay so i personally um self know, i'm incriminating myself here but I personally had a George Foreman for my last two years that I did a, a lot of amazing kind of Guy Fieri work on that thing when I was hungry at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but many people have gotten creative with the just everyone has an iron, right? Because everybody irons their uniform every morning. Yeah. So you can use an iron and you can make grilled cheese. And I'm telling you, that'll sustain you. That's pretty much all you need because nobody doesn't like grilled cheese.
1: Well, and don't sleep on, um, other things around the squadron that you can use for cooking as well. Um, like those, the showers, if you turn on all the showers really, really hot, you have a steam room, so you could make like steamed dumplings, (laughs) things like that. I don't know how steamed bread would be, but I think that that's something that you can do if you're trying to step up your culinary game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Maybe find a nice, uh, prospective person to marry, uh, the day after graduation. Um... Okay, I think that's good. So, lots of stuff that you can really stockpile um, as a cadet. And it's just like, like I said, it's crazy because we just don't know how long this is going to go. And so, my toilet paper supply personally is really dwindling, um, which is not good. It's funny though, because if you go on Amazon, you can buy the industrial toilet paper like the, what they have um, at the academy in the dorms. The half yeah, I will not. I will not do that. I would. Uh, yeah, we are not going to go that far. So let's really hope that they can figure out this supply chain as far as toilet paper goes really quickly. Um, next, you wanted to talk quarantine activities.
0: Yeah, just things things that you can do while quarantined to pass the time, to enjoy life a little bit because uh, things are limited. So we can kind of talk through some some things that we thought. Maybe academy-related, maybe not. Um, Just some top quarantine activities.
1: Okay. Uh, You want to go first? Yeah,
0: Yeah, sure. So, you kind of already touched on this one, so I'll just just throw it out there, but it's to build a fort. So, everybody loved building forts as kids. Everybody probably still likes building forts, but they just feel like they're going to be judged for it. Well, guess what? If nobody's allowed in your room, you can build the sickest fort ever, and nobody can say anything. So, especially with two sets of you know, potentially two sets of sheets, two sets of, uh, e-folds, all that good stuff. You can make it pretty dope for it. But add your candles in there, sweatpants. I mean,
1: you got everything you need. I like that. Um, mine also kind of goes back to the sheets and the web belt thing. Um, I start a pyramid scheme. So what I would do is basically if you're a firsty, you go and you get a bunch of web belts and you get a bunch of sheets and then, um, You sell your supply down to somebody else, and then you have them give some of that supply out to other people, have them recruit two people, and then from there it just kind of expands out. And before you know it, you own your own business as a cadet, which is pretty impressive.
0: And not to mention you can use your social media platform to push your products on people that don't want them with discount codes Yeah. And posting other pictures that have nothing to do with the sheets or the web belts, but just to get the attention of them. And then when people call you out for being a pyramid scheme, you insist that it's not a pyramid scheme and that uh, toilets and web belts incorporated has changed your life. And now you're driving a Lamborghini. So, I mean, everything's right there for the taking.
1: Well, it's multi-level marketing. So I was a little bit on the nose (laughs) saying that it's a pyramid scheme, but it's it's multi-level marketing. They teach it in some of the management classes, I'm sure. So, I think it's pretty smart. And honestly, you should probably get that as maybe like a war bullet because, um, you know, you're just putting what you've learned really to the test.
0: Yeah. It could be your capstone or yeah, your capstone project.
1: Yeah. All right. What do you got?
0: Um, my next one, similar to building a fort. And again, we don't know all the rules there. I did hear social distancing is, is punishable by basically tours. Um, but an alcove campfire. So, you don't, actually, you don't actually light a fire, but maybe somebody brings a speaker out with some music. You can all open the doors in the alcove, be in your uh, desk chair, kind of sitting right outside the alcove, easy six feet spacing before everybody, and you can just kind of jam. You can sip on some Coca-Cola, pretending there's whiskey in there, or maybe there is, but uh, nobody will, I don't know, not going to get into that. Um, but you can just kind of enjoy life like you would with your squadron mates and just have a little bit of distance between you. Again, I don't know if that's allowed, but that's what I'd be doing.
1: Yeah, I'm starting to realize that this is absolutely terrible. And I want to know now that what some of the suggestions are. Is it like, read, do your schoolwork? There has to be somebody. I wonder if there's somebody out there who had like a 2.5. And by the end of this, they're just going to be so bored that they do really well in school. And now they're like, (laughs) oh, they have a Rhodes Scholar interview. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: I hope so. There's gotta be something good that comes out of this.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other activities. I guess, you know, you have and people call them prison workouts, but I would say that a dorm room workout is pretty tough to do. Um, you could pull out I don't know, you could pull out your drawer and do sit ups. Yeah. You could also
0: uh turn to a random page in your contrails and whatever the inventory for that aircraft is, you have to do that many push-ups. And then you take a break, and you do it again,
1: and again, and again. That's really brutal. Um, I just came up with that one on the spot. That's good. Yeah, I don't I don't even really have any other activities. Are they, That's what I want to know. I think what we need to do is for the next podcast episode, because I want to step this up and keep these going in case people like them, because we, it's weird. I never think that... Um, I mean, we get a good amount of listeners and then I just, I feel like when we go away, that's when people are like, hey, where's the podcast? So maybe we need to get somebody (laughs) on who's actually in quarantine right now. I call it quarantine. That's the other thing that's really tough about this is I don't know the social norms for everything. So is it technically quarantine or is it just social distancing that they're doing?
0: Yeah, I think it's quarantine if there's a reason to be quarantined. So some of them I'm sure are on quarantine because I know at least two of the cadets have tested positive for coronavirus. So I would imagine everybody that's been in contact with them are on quarantine. But the the masses are probably just practicing social distancing with maybe like shelter in place or whatever they call it.
1: Yeah. Um another top quarantine activity uh we'll just do our plug now is you can go to fastneeblowaverage.com. Uh, that's fastdeepbelowavg dot com, and buy a, a T shirt or a flag, and just decorate <laughs> your room in um in gear. I think that'd be a good call.
0: Or you can, if you don't, well, we prefer that you spend money, right? Uh, because that's that's why we plugged it. But or you can go to our social media and just scroll through posts and watch and and look at posts that we've made recently. Yeah, I personally I like to go back. It's kind of like being in a time machine.
1: Yeah. Um, I have noticed that a lot of people are getting on things like TikTok more, which is uh, pretty terrible. So that's not good. We need to end. Yeah, there.
0: I still can't do it.
1: Yeah. Um, I yeah I I'm fresh out of top quarantine activities, so I have to say that I applaud all the cadets who are able to uh, keep their time filled and stay busy and at least get through this. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel you know, it's going to come to an end one day. And I think you have to really keep a positive outlook. And it's like cadets have been through this in the past with like basic training. You kind of have this thing that really sucks and eventually you're going to get through it. So you got to think about what is the first thing that you're going to do when all of this is over. And I think that that even does extend out to us because, like I said, if you're a firstie and you're trapped at the Academy, you have to realize that it's not just everybody that's there. It's literally everybody in the United States is going through everything being closed and having to make your own fun and all that stuff. So what are some of the first things that you want to do when this is all over?
0: Um, I think I want to go to Dave and Buster's so this is like that. kind of a this is a two for one you get to go out to eat so they have great just like crappy foods that taste good. Yeah. they have uh they have games not to mention those places are covered in germs which is going to sound kind of weird but uh it would actually be after this thing is over. Nobody knows when it's really over, but it's like, oh, I can go out here and I can go, you know, play all these games that 6,000 people before me have played and they definitely haven't wiped down. So it's kind of like a little bit of a thrill at the same time.
1: Yeah, I like that. Um, I would say dine in at a crappy fast food restaurant is one of the things because I don't think I had honestly done that probably since I was at the academy. And making a drive back from Boulder or Denver when it's like, no, I have to pull over and stop or else um, I'm going to throw up. And so you actually stop in the Chick-fil-A or if you're a cadet and you don't want to bring it all the way back to your room and be, you know, and have to wait. So I would say that that's one of the things I'm going to do. Maybe uh, maybe a Taco Bell. Whoa.
0: That's kind of a thrill. Also, you never know if you're going to get, you know, food poisoning
1: from Taco Bell. Exactly. Um what else you got for me?
0: I mean, we were talking a little bit about first place that we wanted to go eat, right? Or just things to do in general.
1: Yeah, you can do first place you want to go eat.
0: I don't know why I keep getting advertisements on my social media, and maybe it's just because I don't have it readily available in the city that I'm in, but yeah. I really want Chipotle. And I know that's probably like the most obvious thing. Um because everybody loves Chipotle, but I keep seeing this stupid advertisement. They keep saying free delivery, and I'm like, Are you going to deliver it two hours for me? Like, what? Are the, what's the statute of of distance here that we're talking about?
1: Yeah. Do you know what I was thinking about with Chipotle too? Do you remember in like 2016 when they had E. coli like crazy, and yeah. they basically just leaned into it? They were like, Yeah, we're not really going to shut down any of their restaurants or change our suppliers. Like um we apologize and we apologize to our shareholders that this is happening but yeah i don't know there's not really anything we have to say about it like the fact that i thought that chipotle would just be like what are you talking about like just come into our restaurants who cares
0: yeah <laughs> like coronavirus like we deal with e coli yeah. every other year
1: yeah it's exactly your like, worst yeah coronavirus is 10 times healthier than what we put out in terms of infectious <laughs> disease and it's kind of one of those things, too, to where, like, if you survived the E. coli stuff, like, are you immune to coronavirus? I don't know. Um, yeah, no,
0: again, we're not doctors. Disclaimer. No,
1: no, we're not. Um, I would say that a place that would be really good to go to when this is truly over and a good way to test that it's over is Buffalo Wild Wings because everything that you eat there is eaten with your hands. So if you're going there yeah. and using your hands and you get through it, it's like, okay, we're actually good.
0: Yeah. Go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Go back into quarantine for 14 days. If you know, show no symptoms, then you're good to uh, good to press.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think another thing is just that I'm going to do, and this is still it's kind of a self-quarantining sort of thing, but I'm going to watch... Each and every sport. Like, when I... When the XFL first started, I was all in. Because I was like, man, like, we're getting football in the spring. This is amazing. And then, towards the end of it... I Or, I guess it wasn't towards the end of the season. It was just a few weeks into the season. I was like, ah, it's not that good of football. And now, I'm just like... I could watch absolutely anything. And I've been... I haven't really broken down to the point. I know a lot of people are having fun with watching reruns and stuff. Like... There are some people on Twitter asking for some of the networks just to reshow the Cheez-It Bowl. And I don't think I can necessarily do that, but I will watch anything and everything. If spring training starts in the MLB, I will watch spring training games. I just miss it so much because I realize I don't really watch a lot of TV like other than sports. And so, and yeah. that's why I just go back to it. I'm like, I think Tiger King is not good. I think people just like it because it's something that everybody can rally around. I know you said it's good. I'll give it another shot. And maybe that's what we'll do is we'll be the 10 billionth podcast to just do a Tiger King, Talking about Tiger King. a full Tiger King <laughs> episode. I mean, don't get me wrong. Joe yeah. Exotic is, is electric, but I just was, uh, I don't know. Like, I get it you guys dude you gotta wait till
0: doc antler gets in the mix carol baskin it's uh just you gotta gotta give me at least two more episodes all
1: right i watched enough to get the memes i think but i'm not gonna lie
0: after my first episode i was not or i was not like totally bought in it took me the second episode to really lock me in
1: And that's how the boredom works. Actually, believe it or not. Um, I have been going back and I love how just I'm kind of all or nothing. Like I either only watch sports or I just dive into the trashiest of TV. And so I've been watching a lot of, uh, TLC on demand. So a lot of four weddings. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched that, but that's one of the just best is one of the best shows to me. So just, I love the pettiness of it. Um, and just something that doesn't matter. Uh, you can't watch Food Network too much. I learned that. If you watch too much Food Network, you're going to just want to go get some of these foods that they're showing, especially <coughs> especially on like diners, drive-ins, and dives and stuff. And when you can't do it, it's pretty brutal because then you're stuck to just like cook for yourself and you end up making mac and cheese or I don't know. But you have to be careful with that too because if you cook for yourself and you do something wrong, like one slip up and you're out of toilet paper, it's it's disaster.
0: I caught myself watching, my, my friend put me onto this. I could only watch one race, and then I was like, this this isn't doing it for me, but uh, Marble Racing on YouTube. Mm. That's pretty good. It's There's a pretty high production quality of basically 15 marbles going around a track for 10 minutes. And the dude's got a got the same announcing voice you would hear on, on the freaking Indy 500. So it was pretty impressive, but uh, I, I just can't get behind marbles. I don't know. There's no emotional aspect to it.
1: Well, some of, I mean, you can see that people in TV and media and sports and stuff, they're starting to slowly lose their minds because for example, um, NASCAR was doing this thing and, and this is where it's like, okay, we're truly in unprecedented times because they have to fill the, the TV networks with coverage. And I mean, obviously I don't, you know, I don't feel bad for the, the ultra wealthy celebrities, but it's like when they're not making money right now either, And so NASCAR was doing a thing where they were doing iRacing. And it was basically just like simulators set up in all the drivers' living rooms. And I guess there's an actual pro like video game circuit where they do the iRacing. But these were NASCAR drivers who were setting up full-on like $100,000 things in their living rooms. And they did a real race. And it was absolutely wild. I would highly recommend watching it. I don't know if they're still doing it, but... For example, there was a a guy sang the national anthem, and this is on cable network. Like they were showing it as if it was a NASCAR race, and they showed a guy singing the national anthem in his garage with his garage door as the backdrop. And nice. they had real announcers. And the thing is, is obviously because it's it's not the same as actually driving a car. When you crash, you get two resets, so you just start over with a new car. And it's just crazy. I would like to see it. I would like to see them take it a little further and have the pit crew do like Guitar Hero basically controls where they're actually changing (laughs) tires and stuff. Um, But, you know, we weren't able to get that far. And then another thing that's wild is the the WWE. Um, I don't normally watch WWE. I think I watch it like once a year when WrestleMania comes on. Um, But they're doing it all without a crowd. And they're kind of leaning into it a little bit. Like, they understand the ridiculousness of it. But it's really funny to watch. And so, I Because wish... their whole
0: thing is crowd engagement.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's all about getting pop for the wrestlers and that kind of thing. But um, it's crazy, because I thought that they were going to do more of the sports um, without without fans. But I guess that's just not going to work. And some people had some pretty good ideas. They were like, it'd be cool if you could play... NBA games in like a high school gym or at like a YMCA. I think that would be amazing. But obviously a lot of athletes have tested positive for coronavirus. And so that's kind of a hard stop on that. But um, I would
0: hope, I think like the greatest outcome here for sports and maybe I'm showing my bias here. uh, Sorry, baseball players. But if when this, let's say this dies down in two months. So end of May, mid May going into June, They basically say, like, okay, let's figure out up until the first NFL uh, week one, let's kind of figure out how many games we can get done with the NBA and the NHL. And then they just do a normal season throughout the summer. That way we don't have that summer lull of just only watching home runs and, like, diving catches for four months before football
1: starts. I'm all in on that. And the other thing is it's like – All the rules are out the window. Like, this is completely unprecedented. And I thought about this, and I've seen this kind of tossed around as an idea, but it's like, you know, whenever something tragic is going on, sports are something that brings us together, and to not have it is completely crazy. And so I think it's going to be, I think you're right. I think if, as soon as we can get the ball rolling on all that, just do it like who cares? I mean they've they're already I'm sure just hemorrhaging money because you have they operate as businesses and are expected to make a certain amount of income and just to not have that anymore is like crazy. So I agree. I say just let everything go. It'd be wild to have just basically like football Saturdays and football Sundays where you can just do nothing but leave your couch or you don't even have to leave your couch and you can just watch sports all day.
0: Yeah. Or they could just do like you said there's no rules. They could just do the NBA could be like, all right, you know, this has gone on long enough. Uh, we're going to do one weekend of basically a Braveheart tournament where each team can pick one player, and they play one-on-one, and that's how they determine the champion. So you got, like, LeBron James, Zion, you got Luka, you got all those guys out there, and they're just playing 1v1 for the nat- for national championship, but for the
1: NBA championship. It'd be incredible. And And think about the NHL, too. If you got all of the teams into one barn and had them just do shootouts for an entire day, and that counts as the the whole game, and you just have them run through like 20 shootouts a day, I think that would be amazing. I would be glued to the TV with that.
0: Just knock it out.
1: Yeah. But the one thing that... I do have to say, since we're talking about sports too, and like you said, like you alluded to earlier, um, you know, we we get a lot of our content and we like to kind of bring everything full circle with Academy Athletics in it. It really does suck um, that, the you know, the seniors are not going to be able to finish out their seasons who play in the spring and winter, some of the winter sports that were still going on. Um, and, I mean, that just really blows. But, like we said... We're claiming the national championship. So, if you were a firstie this year, your s- senior season, um, you won a national championship. Congrats. Yeah. You heard it here uh,
0: first. We want to be the first to congratulate you also.
1: Yeah. And uh, if anybody has any issues with that, uh, tell them to DM us. And also, on an unrelated note, our DMs are closed. So, uh, <laughs> uh, But... I think that's all we got, really, for the first day. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about for the first podcast back during coronavirus? Just one thing, I'll,
0: one thing I'll leave you with is if you're having uh, trouble walking around the TZO social distancing, you find yourself, you know, getting maybe too close to people or people not not respecting your social distancing bubble. If you just dress like peop like uh, the guys who run the assault course during BCT, I guarantee people will give you your six feet. So. Just a little tip I wanted to throw out there from Archie, um, just in case you want to be extra precautious.
1: Yeah, and one thing that I have to say that's a little bit of a positive is, I know it's awful for the firsties right now, but if you think about it this way, uh, there's no one there to steal the class crest, so if anyone took it, then they're probably a firstie, or they're permanent party. <laughs> if you're a permanent party and you take the class crest, kind of weird.
0: This is also the most paranoid time as a senior. Like every time you go out on the weekends, even if you know you did nothing wrong, you're just like my whole life relies on the next three months of me just getting to graduation. So they're just – they're all the the things out there that are tempting you have just kind of gone by the wayside for a few months. So continue to just keep the nose down, grind it out, talk to your buddies, talk to your family and uh graduation even if it's done via a Zoom meeting between all 1000 of you will be here before you know it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And us. I mean, I don't really know what we can do. Like I said, we don't even have all the information, but if you need to reach out to us for anything to get anything out there, um, you know, we'll we'll read all that and and take those requests seriously. DM's so, DMs
0: back open. Um,
1: DMs are back open unless uh you have an issue with us saying that we won the national championship, in which case DMs are still close to those people. <laughs> uh, we have a filter that takes care of that. So, uh, we already plugged it. Um, and I know these are tough times, but if you have the chance, uh, head over to fastyblowaverage.com and check out some stuff that we have. Like I said, this is going to be over one day. Football is going to be here. And things are going to get back to a little bit of a new normal. Um, and it's all going to be good. So, that's all I got. Um, and you already left us with your closing thoughts, so appreciate you listening, and uh, we will talk to you soon, and let us know if there's anything else that you want us to talk about. On the next, Go week. Air Force. Go Air Force.
0: So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful I'll tell you what, you can do it now, all areas of life, that's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. I'm doing my thins with my nipples, my nipples, I work me the price down the middle, the
1: middle, I keep me a bag and skittle am skittles, trying to get you a radical feeling, a real, automatic, it came with no sin, automatic, all this trapping, they got you offended, I'm jacked